Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. I'd like to say it's a privilege, Brother Jeff's already said, to stand tonight. Brother told me when I got here this evening that uh, you want to know if I had water. And I said, yeah, I brought one. He said, where's your dad? He said, I want to sabotage it. <laughs> and I looked at him like, you know, what, 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 where does that come from? And he said, well, I'm going to punch a hole in it. When he runs out of water, you're going to quit preaching. So, But I got something for him. I didn't bring it up here with me. So, <laughs> so uh we don't think we're going to be here very long, but we just, like Brother Jeff's always said, we just want to follow our God yeah, right. lay on our porch. Uh, Brother standing right back there, like Jeff said, I've had sinus surgery, and and I uh, told Brother Tommy this the other day that I and my wife, I said I was going to go to Brother JT and tell him that uh, I didn't think I needed to stand because I have nosebleeds that comes out of the blue. And uh, I definitely didn't want to be up here, and that happened. But the Lord came to me 3 o'clock in the morning and said, Don't you do that. Yeah. Bless him, Lord. Bless him, Lord. So, Brother said, when I he said, I've got you covered tonight, brother. He said, I've got tape and I've got my scissors. He said, if it starts bleeding, we'll just tape you up and keep on a preach. So uh, you'd be much in prayer for us for just a little while. And uh, we just want to do what God has laid on our heart. He gave us this a couple of weeks ago. And uh, uh, that's what we want to stand on tonight is just what God had given us. And we want to start in Matthew 18th chapter. And we have looked at this and prayed over it and read it and prayed over it ever since God has given it to us. And this is what we're going to stand on tonight because this is what I believe with all my heart that that's what God wants. We want to stay in the 18th chapter of Matthew, starting in the 21st verse. Blessing Lord. And... Then come Peter to him and said, Lord, how shall my brother sin against me? And I forgive him till seven times. Jesus said unto him, I say not until thee, until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven like unto a certain king, which was taken account of his servants, and when he had began to rogue one with brought to him which offered him had which owed him ten thousand talents, but for so much as he had not to pay, the Lord commanded him to be sold, and his wife and his children, and all that he had and payment to be made. 
A servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Then the Lord, Lord, for this servant was moved with compassion and loosened him and forgave him of his debt. But the same servant went and found one of the fellow servants which owed him and 100 pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that owed me. Owed. And, the, his, and his fellow servants fell down at his feet, and besought and with him, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went, then cast him into prison till he had paid the debt. So when the fellow servants saw what they had done, what was done, they were very sorry and came and told until the Lord what it all had done. Then the Lord, after after he had called him, said unto him, "O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all thy debt, because thou deserved me." Surely not thou also have had compassion on their fellow servant, even as I had <clears throat> pity on thee. And the Lord was walking and believed him to be to the tormentors till he shall pay all that was due unto him. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if ye from your hearts forgive not every one his brothers, thou transgressions. Our most kind and loving heavenly Father, once again, Lord, we bow our unworthy hands to you tonight, Lord. Just pray, and Father God, that you just bless us, Lord, with your Holy Spirit. Father, we know, Lord, that we're nothing without you, Lord. We just pray, God, that you'd give us the strength and the and strength, Lord, to stand, to do whatever you'd have us to do here tonight, God. Father, we pray, Lord, that you'd fill your house, Lord, with your Holy Spirit, God, that you just lead God direct, and everything that's said or done, Lord, we'll give you the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we do humbly, humbly pray. You may be seated. And what we want to just talk to you for just a little while with God being our helper is uh, the mercy of God. Brother Tommy touched on this the other night that went at a service, and he kind of touched on it this morning, and that just clarified to me what God wanted me to stand for just a little while tonight and and, and try to give you just what God has, as Brother Strength has already said, what God has given him, and I just want to do the same because I can't do anything without the Spirit of God coming and telling me what to say. My friend, tonight, you can read this holy word of God all you want to, and I can read it, and I can for God and if but the, the Holy Spirit of God doesn't come my friend it doesn't mean a thing and Brother Jeff has already stood and preached tonight my friend it takes the Spirit of God to move in the men 
I told Brother Tommy this morning when he was talking, I said, I just pray that God will move amongst his people. Yes. Amen. I've tried to do this without God. And it doesn't work as they said. It takes the Holy Spirit of God to come into his house and, and let the preaching be done. Without the Spirit, his mouth is closed the doors and let's go home. Right, amen. I'm going to paraphrase here just a little bit. Peter comes to, to the Lord and said, How many times have I shall I forgive my brother? Seven times? My the Lord said, No! Seventy times seven. My friend denied it. I'm not very smart. No, no. What about the figures? But seventy times seven. That's a lot of times. And yet we need to forgive our brothers. That we need to forgive our sisters. My friend, if you have an oath against a brother or sister tonight, you cannot love God. And that's Bible. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's not me. That's Bible. If you have an out against someone here tonight, you cannot love God. Amen. Help us. You can try. You can put on a good face. But there's something in here that's keeping you off against your brother. I don't care who, what it is, what it is, or how it is. My friend, you cannot love God when there's something in your heart that's against somebody. It can't happen. That's the word. You can't love God. And my friends, tonight, uh, if I don't do anything else, I want to love my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for what He done for me on the cross. I thank Him enough for what He's done. The mercy that He showed this old boy, the mercy that He showed at the bottom, I can stand at the bottom of the cross. And the mercy that he showed upon me when he said yep. on the cross with his hands open wide and said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Amen. 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 The mercy that he showed that day. The mercy that he showed me that Sunday morning when he convicted my heart that I was going to bless hell wide open if I did come to this altar and accept him as my Savior. He showed me mercy. He showed me grace that Sunday morning. Brother Jeff has already said, Lord, I haven't been perfect. That's right. But through love and grace and mercy through Jesus Christ, I can stand here tonight because I know that if I have seen in my heart, I know where to go to. And I have somebody to talk to that I can get it all worked out. 
that's a lot of of our troubles in our churches today. People are afraid to come up to this altar anymore. People are afraid to get down on their knees anymore. Right. They're afraid of what some right. brother or sister is going to say. Right. Hey, I wonder why they need to come to the Lord to pray. I wonder what sin they have done right. this week that they need to pray about. My friend, let me tell you, this altar's here is for lost people. This altar's here for repentance. Right. Amen. But you heard, I read, this Lord had, this man owed him a lot of money. A lot of money. But when the servant showed patient to him, what did he do? He forgave him of his debt. Jesus' cross paid my debt. And he hung there on the cross willingly to pay my debt of my sins. Why shouldn't I be willing to stand and do just a little bit back for him? Why shouldn't I be willing to stand up and say, Lord, I love you for what you've done for me. Doing going to the cross and hanging there. And my friend, I love him tonight. But if you have an oath against your brother or sister, you cannot love him. You can't. And I know no greater love than what y'all got. Jesus done for this one. Right, amen. I know no greater love. Amen. I love everybody. But when I uh, got saved, and when I announced my calling to preach, God done something in here. He changed his heart from a, a stony heart when I got saved. And when I finally gave in, and like Brother Jeff, I fought it for a long time. But when I finally gave in to what God wanted me to do, I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel like I was worthy to do it. I didn't know enough how to do it. But when I gave up, God put another thing in my heart. And that was to love one another. Amen. And forgive the ones that transcends against me. Yeah, I'm like Brother Jeff. I stood and tried to preach God's word, and afterwards people come up to me and said, Brother, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You know, I gotta love them just the same as I love Brother Tommy, Dustin. Yeah. I gotta love them just the same. Yep. Amen. Even though they don't believe maybe in how I, what I believe, maybe they don't believe in how I preach. I've still got the word of God. I've still got to love them because they are one of God's. And even though they might be lost, they still are in mercy with God. And I'm supposed to love them. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can't love them, 
And if I can't love them, I'm supposed to go to them and try to work it out. And then if I can't get it worked out with them, I'm supposed to take up somebody, a couple other people with me and still try to work it out again. And if they don't go along with that and can't work it out then, then I'm supposed to take it to the church and say, hey, I need you to help me with this. I got some brother that I has got an off against me and I, I don't want that. I love him and I want to be perfectly clear. I need it worked out so that I can love him so that I can love God and my friend tonight, if you got an out against your brother, as I've already said, you cannot love God. You need to be up here on this altar tonight and get it worked out. Amen. Amen. Yep. Yep. You need to get it worked out. That's right. Because I know how miserable that you're sitting back here tonight. If you don't love God, if you don't know the Lord, what He's done for you, I know how miserable you are. I went stepped aside from God's Word. I stepped aside from preaching for 11 years. I didn't open, hardly open God's Word. I didn't stand behind a pulpit. And I know for a fact how miserable I was until I finally surrendered and came back to God and asked them on my knees to forgive me. So you're sitting here. You don't know what joy and love the God has for you if you have a knock against your brother. You don't have that love of God in you. Amen. And I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else besides myself. I love to feel, I love to feel the Holy Spirit in my heart. I do, Gary. I love it. I love to feel the Holy Spirit because I know God's in there. I know that I like to feel the Holy Spirit because I know if I can feel His Holy Spirit, then I'm closer to Him. I know that everything is okay between me and Him. If I can feel the Holy Spirit in my heart, my friends, tonight, if you're sitting here and you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't know what the Holy Spirit has done. Feels like my friend, make your way up here. And I promise you, if you will come and humble yourself before him, he will be here and to meet you. Right, amen. Bless him. Yeah. I'm afraid that's a lot of too many Christian people that claim to be Christian. They maybe when they first got saved, they maybe was on cloud nine. I know I was because I asked the Lord to come into my heart and change me. And he did exactly what I asked him to do. But after that, uh, I kept uh, the devil got on my back. And I know that I uh, what maybe wasn't where I needed to be here. My friend, uh, tonight, uh, if you don't know, and I got away, maybe went uh, uh, trying to do things uh, my own way. Uh, and my friend tonight, uh, it wasn't in a bad way, but my friend tonight, 
I wanted to know that God loved me. I wanted to feel His Spirit in my soul, in my heart. Yep. 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 Amen. And I had to come back. Right. Right there. Because I wanted to be sure that what I felt in my heart that Sunday morning was true. Yeah. Yes, amen. I wouldn't want any doubt yeah. right. before I was going to spend eternity, Brother yeah, Tommy. Amen. I didn't want to have any doubt no. that when he finally calls me home, that I know for a fact where I was going to spend eternity yeah. at. So after I was saved, after the Lord graciously saved my soul from the hell. I had to finally come back to where he first saved me and get it in my heart, get it where I could understand where I could get down on my knees again and pray to him, Lord, just I want to feel your spirit in my soul. And my friend, he was there just the same as he was there that Sunday morning. Right, amen. Lord, just lays something on my heart. I fear for our churches. Right. Lord, help us. Bless you, I do. I fear for where we're at right now. Right. Yes, Since I've come back to the Lord, uh, me and Brother Tommy and Dustin... And Larry and some of them, we tried to been trying to go to every communion service at least once, just to give them support. And it really breaks my heart to walk into one of our churches and only see three or four, maybe five people there. It's not God's fault. No. Whatsoever. Absolutely not. He wants his house to be filled. He wants his houses to be filled. Whose fault is it then? Right. Amen. Whose fault is it then? You call yourself a Christian? You've been saved by the grace of God? You think that's all God saved you for? Was no. to sit back on the pew and do nothing for Him? There you go. Yeah. Right. He didn't save me for that. Right. I didn't know why He. I knew know why He saved me from the devil's hell, but I didn't know what else was in store. Yeah. And I thank God for it that He finally revealed to me what He wanted me to do for Him. What little bit I could do for him, for what he'd done for me. So you think that God saved you for you to just sit back there, for us to just sit back there on the pew? No. Bible says that we should go out in the hedges and byways and commit them Amen. to come in. Amen. And I believe with all my heart, Brother Tommy, if we can get them through the front doors of the church and let God do the rest, we'll see people saved. We will finally see God's house 
full. And more people that's in God's house. My friend, that's more people that can go out in the hedges and byways and get more people to come in. My friend, while a little bit I understand about God's Word, this thing is coming to an end. You can see it this week, what's happening overseas. My friend, it's coming to an end. We need to get our lost people. We need to get our family members into God's house and get them saved before the time. Too late. Amen. I don't know about you. I've got a lot to stand before God when He calls me home to be judged about. I do. For things maybe I didn't do for Him. The things that He had laid on my heart that I set back on. I know I will. For the 11 years I laid this down, I'm going to stand before Him and take judgment on that. And I pray every day. That I can stand before him and I hope and I pray every day that in those 11 years that I laid his holy word down, that there wasn't one person who went to hell because of me. I have a lot of respect for pastors. They have a lot more on them than I do that's been called a preacher. And I do have a lot of respect because they're over some of the flock of men and women in the church. I have a lot of respect for them. And they've got old men that's went on to be with the Lord that I have a lot of respect for. That helped me out a lot when I was young. Didn't know a whole lot. I could go to them and talk to them. Brother Hoyt Taylor's one. Loved that man to death. He helped me out a lot. I sat down and talked to him, and, and he can could explain stuff in the Bible that I'd never seen. Even though I maybe just got through reading, I'd never seen it the way he pointed it out to me. And after he did, I said, okay, I see it, brother, now. Church, we're going into this association. This is the second service into it. And I can look around. I don't like to look up much, but I can look around here tonight. Where is everybody at? I can remember back when I first got in going to associations, there wouldn't have been a seat available. Churches would have to set seats out in the aisle down the ground for people to sit in. And I stand here tonight and look back. What's happening? Yeah. What's happening? What's happening is people's getting away from this. People's getting away from God's Word. They don't want to take the time. They don't want to take the effort. To just spend a little time in God's Word. They're too busy. That's not an excuse to God. That's not an excuse for Him. We need to be diligent. We need to be in God's Word every chance we possibly can have. Yes, sir. The Word will keep you. That's right. The Word, God's holy Word, will keep you.
if you get into it and stay into it, once you get away from this, you're opening the door. Amen. Amen. I pray that's what a lot of our people, our church members, have done. They have laid this down. They've opened the door for Satan to come in. And that's why we don't see the church full like we used to be. Associations ain't like they used to be. Brother Tommy, I can remember the first association that I stood and preached. I was scared out of my mind. Why? Because I was going to have to stand before the biggest crowd that I had ever stood before and preached. Scared me to death. This is not the biggest crowd I've ever stood before now. Church, be afraid. Amen. If you have an odd against somebody, family member, whatever, whoever it is, maybe it's a co-worker, maybe it's somebody that you just acquaintance with that's that done you wrong, or you think that they've done you wrong. You need to get it worked out tonight. Amen. That Amen. you can still, that you can have the joy, the joy that you once had. This altar right here is for that. It's for that. And I beg you, if you need to get things worked out, if you need to repent, come. Let God restore his love in your heart. Brother Gary.